Hello and welcome to the Delco Skate Park Coalition podcast. The Delco Skate Park Coalition is a nonprofit organization of skate enthusiasts, parents, and disability rights advocates looking to build adaptive and inclusive skate parks in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Erin Lopez, and we are the podcast that covers all things about skateboarding, skate parks, and not just skate parks, but ADA, accessible, adaptive all wheels, and inclusive skate parks in Delco and beyond. Excited to be here with Gloria Haig. Gloria is a female skater in Philadelphia and she's the owner of Shred Her LLC. Gloria is a co founder of the Queen of the Park event at FDR Skate Park. Gloria, welcome. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. So, where are you from and when did you get your first skateboard? Um, I grew up in Ambler, Pennsylvania. It's a small town in the suburbs just outside of Philadelphia in Montgomery County. Um, my older brother had a skateboard, and as a kid, I would ride up and down the block on my belly. Um, we all did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I didn't really uh, get my first skateboard until I was in college. Um, I moved out to New Mexico. And I would just push it back and forth to college. Um, I then began skating all around campus for a good year, just learning how to push. Yeah, so were you like about, what, 18 when you got your first skateboard? Or Yeah, 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 yeah. about that age, yeah. I had, you know, friends um, in the East Coast that, like, I went to high school with that skated. So they also kind of gave me a little introduction. That's cool. So did you have, like, when you got your first skateboard, it sounds like you kind of had a community that you could kind of skate with. Yeah, somewhat. I I used to snowboard with them more so than skate. There's a big connection. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, skateboarding is snowboarding. Definitely. That's awesome. So then when you're in college and you're skateboarding, you know, when did you kind of start to think about like skateboarding was going to be something that you really enjoyed doing and you want to stick with it? I just, yeah, I found it super fun just to try to push fast and get to school and back. And, but then, um, I met my friend Teresa. I met this really amazing woman at Los Altos skate park, um, in New Mexico And um, she was just a huge inspiration to me. And then she introduced me to more girls at the park who skated. Um, And so, yeah, that's where I learned to skate was at Los Altos. Tell me about Los Altos as a skate space. Like, what was the terrain like there? Oh, yeah. So um, it's a good flow park. Um, It's got, like, a little mix of everything and then, like, some transition around the park that doesn't have coping so that was like a big deal like we would just try and like roll in over the the transition I just remember falling so hard on my knees a lot (laughs) but then yeah I became more comfortable with it and then it's got bowls and they just recently built like a a new little clamshell pocket on top um it's kind of sneaky and and fun to skate that too but what I do love is that like the whole top of the park is like little banks and you can skate around the whole park so it's like you're a beginner you know you can start by just pushing around up top and then make your way slowly into the like the flow area and then there actually is another like clover bowl too which is like harder as well i've seen photos of you and they're rad 
So, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. So you were clearly like, it sounds like you were going there a lot. And does that start to you know, shape how your skateboarding improves and grows? Oh, yeah, for sure. I would, you know, as a, like, I'm in my 20s, I would hang out at the park all day with my, my friend Teresa and some other girls, too. And she wanted to, like, start a zine, you know. Cool. And um, so I started to take pictures and things. And Did you guys start the zine? Yeah, she made, like, a couple issues. Um, it was Second Wind was what it was called. That's a great title. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. You know, from there, did you ever do, like, any traveling to get to, like, different parks or check out different skate spaces? My traveling is based around skating, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, so when I was living in Albuquerque, we would travel all throughout the Southwest, um, Arizona, Utah, Texas, Vegas, um, in Colorado. And then when I moved back east, I started traveling more with my friend Steph, um, just up and down the skate or the east coast. Um, and more recently, like Wilmington, North Carolina has become like one of my favorite places to go visit. Um, there's just like a really solid community down there and with some cool backyard stuff to ski. And then skate moms, of course, are like <laughs> just rad skate moms down there. So tell me a little bit about the kind of the skate spaces that you love about Wilmington? Um, so my friend Sunny has like a, a bowl kind of and brick coping. It's pretty tight and gnarly with like a, a hole. What do you call that? A, <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm really blown. <laughs> like, like a channel? Yeah, a channel. Yeah. And then yeah. she had a ramp too. Um, and then my friend Tim used to have like a big vert ramp in the back of his yard and he's just always it's like more like DIY art kind of mixing of the two I almost feel like how how does the art kind of um come into the the DIY aspect of the ramps um so when I lived in New Mexico I traveled with a program called Lands Arts of the Southwest and so like yeah, I guess I kind of see like it as like land art in a way, like concrete, like skate parks and stuff like that. So like that's my perspective of like, you know, these builds of, of and concrete. And then the, the painting that goes on over the builds. And some of it's really, really beautiful. Yeah. Has there ever been um, a time when you've been involved in creating some of the art in some of these skate spaces? I know you're, you're very into art. You're an art teacher. Yeah, of course. So, like, one of the first uh, murals that I did down at FDR was, like, a memorial for my friend Teresa who passed away. Um, so that was uh, the beginning of that. And then we did a mural for Queen of the Park, the first one. And then we did a mural for the, the next one. And uh, we did a ladies' event, actually, where – because I think it's it would be really ideal – to have women come out and paint together like yeah so I agree we did one like that where a bunch of girls showed up and we painted like a design that I had in my head um which is kind of like how the last one went too it was just like a bunch of people that showed up um Bridge who's a skater she did like she killed it like the, her painting was amazing there's always kind of been a crossroads between and and some of the other skaters that we've talked to have said like there's a crossroads between skateboarding and and art and creativity and music 
yeah, I, I've always been like, yeah, inspired by skaters that are, are artists. Um, and I feel like there's needs to be, I think, more like showcased in that way of females, though. I can look, you know, I look back and I'm like, oh, Mark Gonzalez, like he was like a huge inspiration to me. I, would read, I have like a book of his poetry and stuff like that. But I, I don't know too many females in that realm. That's a direction we need to really kind of go in and promote in the community. Yeah, like um, art shows. Like, there's vendors down at FDR, but like in my mind, it'd be sick if it was all, like, female skate artists, right, that are, like, you know, filling up the space and stuff. And so when you traveled with Land Arts, did, uh-huh. did, tell me a little bit about that. Like, what were you doing? Oh, so we went to, like, um, a prehistoric, like, spaces like Native American spaces um, and then like modern contemporary art spaces so like Spiral Jetty, Rodin Crater um, and then we went down to Mod Artiste and dug clay and made pottery. That sounds like a really like very like moving experience. Yeah. And yeah, did you... and just I had never been camping before all this experience, so I was like <laughs> tie a string from my tent to the car, like <laughs> so I'd have an escape route. <laughs> Why did you have to but, do that? Like, was it? I didn't know like camping before I moved out there. I don't know a security thing, yeah. you know. Um, but there has I... to be something really intimidating about camping out there too, in like the Southwest, because it's so open. Like, it's not like here in the Northeast where you have a ton of trees and maybe you have a camping spot with a lot of trees around. When you're camping out in the Southwest, you're open. You maybe have a tumbleweed, but, yeah. right? I, li- I like that, though. Like, I don't, I don't know how to camp out here with all the bugs and stuff. Right. In the humidity. I'm like, <laughs> let me go out West. Um, so, but I, I, the earth ships out there, the way in which people are constructing houses and building things, like, I look at FDR as one big, like, earth ship in a way, like. Just needs a roof. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to think about it. You, you've done so much travel and you've skated in a lot of different places. Have there been any challenges that you've experienced that you think might be kind of unique to being a female skater? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a sport that's kind of been male dominated, right? And um, but over the past ten years, it's just wild to see how like females have like exploded into it and uh I've always really felt supported um in skating um but I think growing up on the east coast my family didn't really understand or like there just wasn't that understanding of how I I don't know my my place or my path in skating and it wasn't competitive for me you know, there was, it was no just always something in it. fun. Yeah. yeah. Right. When are you going to grow out of that? Yeah. Well, so that's like, I can remember my mom, like, she's, they're always supportive in helping me with my son and watch him when I want to go skate. But like, I come back like bloody or like limping and she's like, <laughs> when are you going to stop this? You know? And I'm like, oh, like, I, I did this really cool trick today. <laughs> It's a little bloody, but I landed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. My earliest memories of of skating is like Tom Petty's video free falling with this like girl on a ramp in her spandex. (laughs) (laughs) And she drops in and I'm like, oh, cool. You know, that there wasn't females growing up around here involved in skateboarding. 
it, that it, I knew of, you know. It does create, oh, it did then, you know, create some challenges. And, you know, you go out on your skateboard and you don't see anybody else, you know, who's female out there. Did you ever feel like you were just kind of going to keep doing what you were doing no matter what? Yeah, yeah. I, I love skating. So, like, <laughs> and I think that's that's what kind of shredders about. Tell me about your LLC. Yeah, I, I found myself at a time where I kind of put skating and art like on the back burner because I was now a mom and trying to navigate like, all right, how are you going to work full time, take care of your kid and then like keep your passions, right? Not give them up. So you, you want to be involved in your kids' lives and help support them and everything that they love to do. But then you also like don't want to like die inside and yeah. give up everything that you love. <laughs> did shred shredder become you know something that you you did you know or did you have like the uh, concept for shredder before your son was born or did that come about after your son was born? Oh, after he was born, yeah, for sure. So tell us about shredder and and what your LLC is all about. Um, so it's you know mainly geared towards promoting female skaters in uh, the Philadelphia area. Because Shredder came to one of our Delco Skate Park Coalition pop-up events, and you had so much beautiful stuff there. Like, tell me about some of the things that, you know, you're doing with Shredder. Yeah, so I've always, like, loved fiber arts. Okay, so, like, fiber sculpture, and um, so it was kind of a way of, like, mixing that into, like, the skate scene in a way so and cutting up clothing has been something that I've always done as a kid um my mom had like a pair of leather gloves and she remember like tells me the story of how I cut off the the legs for her gloves for barbie pants you know it's it's like where's my leather gloves and stuff so like yeah so and that's and that's kind of I think more the passion of like just using old apparel um and kind of giving it more of a life and then like giving it away to girls that I'm inspired by that I like see and want to support and help and like yeah you're rad like here take this please like yeah kind of pay it forward yeah really really cool yeah and so if you know people wanted to find out more about shredder and your llc where do where do they go to learn about that okay you like have a website or (laughs) i do have a website it's a shredder uh, www.shredder.world um, and it needs an update I'm like I like hand-to-hand sales so you can also go to Nomad Skate Supply and buy a product there I just did like a cool installation in, in there like last winter um, and that was really fun like tell me a little bit more about that just being able to kind of add more like 3D like to it like I uh, sewed like cool letters um, and stuffed them and made like a band like I love like the display aspect and yeah kind of like working in my basement and making things so yeah awesome (laughs) yeah and I taught myself how to tuft carpets over the uh COVID pandemic whatever so So. tufting carpet yeah Yeah, what's that it so it's a gun and it shoots yarn it's super (laughs) rad I did like weaving and like yeah I would do like large-scale crochet installations when I was in college those are beautiful and then it's like well what yeah what do you do with that (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) that's where I think the fun of like having a space and being able to like get in and kind of create like I don't really work with concrete I work with yarn (laughs) 
how does that mix with skating? <laughs> but you know, in terms of the there's there's almost this like rad culture that's come out through art and skating and and they've all gone together. You know, the the skaters that we know are really awesome creative people. Yeah. Yeah. And drive each other, right. you know, in terms of... Yeah, I've know. always been inspired by the work of Adam Wallcavage and, like, his chandeliers and just his whole, like, space and house is amazing. And my friend Lauren, she's built a nar bar down at, like, the skate park and stuff. And her art is just, like... She's also a musician, a mechanic, like... The nar bar is this really amazing little space, right, at FDR? <laughs> yeah. Tell me a little bit about the Nar Bar. Like, for somebody who's never been there, (laughs) what's there? So, yeah. (laughs) Well, it's like, it's where you can go buy beverages and drinks and and art. Really cool art that Lauren makes. Um, But it's this really captivating space, like, when you walk into it. Yeah, it was supposed to be, I think, like, an area for, like, the tools to go into at one point (laughs) down there. And then it turned into, like, everything else. And so, yeah, she, but that's, like, the cool thing. She makes it this amazing beautiful bright colored space that's inviting and it is really inviting and really like a bright little space with some lot of quirky features you know it's yeah is there anything about narbar that stands out to you kind of the most as like one of the coolest features i just i think it'd be cool if she did it in concrete yeah Like, we can put that on our to-do list, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did do, like, a pour right in front of it that looks really fun to skate for the event today. Speaking of FDR, um, you know, that's that's a really iconic area for, for skateboarding and, like, known throughout the country, known internationally, and you skate there. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about how you started skating at FDR? Uh, so I'd moved back from New Mexico um, in uh, to Philadelphia, and my friend Teresa, who I met out in New Mexico, was also living here now at the same time. Okay. She was from Pennsylvania. Um, and so, yeah, she took me down there, and she really made me feel at home. And, like, she was just a badass girl, and she didn't take any, like, heckling from anybody. I, You know, she would be chasing dudes around with the shovel, like, what you say? <laughs> She just, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, yo! <laughs> so. That probably shut that down pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, and at the same time, she didn't care, like, about the heckling either, you know? That, like, yeah, she had a nickname, Dishes, like, because... <laughs> Wait, why was that her nickname? <laughs> and she loved it. I think a guy back west, like, had said, like, yeah, go home and do the dishes or something. So she uh, she took it on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna own that. Yeah. <laughs> so when she when Teresa first takes you to kind of FDR and you start to learn the space, what was it about FDR that appealed to you about that skate terrain? Oh, the transition. Like there was nothing in the air there's no transition skate parks in the area, like that's it. I needed to. I don't <laughs> skate street, so like, well, you know, I like to push around, but like, yeah, kickflips and ollies and all that. It's not really my style. 
Um, I wish, <laughs> but like <laughs> just front side grinding is, yeah. And that's I, a space to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It became kind of a thing. Like, what what new walk can I try to front side grind on today? You know. So. So how long have you been skating at FDR? Uh, since about two thousand eight, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been there that long. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's you know. That's that's a good long time to be using the park. And um, what are some of your thoughts about, like, you know, the culture of FDR? What's it like to skate there? Um, well, I personally love it, but, like, it's built on, like, a wasteland in South Philadelphia. Under 95? Yeah. And um, I think, like, yeah, parks are just a reflection of the space in which they're built in a way. That's um, such a good point. Yeah. So the city's, like, been revitalizing the park and putting more money into it. So I think that's what's kind of helping it become more accessible. And they've kind of, like, been coming over and, like, hey, let us know when you're doing something kind of thing. And So if you guys have an event there, the city's now kind of, like, let us know. Yeah, kind of. The, the There's a woman that um, was like, yeah, if you let us know, like, we can help with the parking and, like, you know, because the loop gets so jammed up and stuff. And, yeah. That's great. Maybe there's some grants there. I don't know. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, and it's a really utilized space. There's a lot of people use FDR. Mm-hmm. On a given day when you go, like, tell me about, you know, how many people are there? What's, you know, what what's the use like? My favorite time is just early in the morning when no one's there. Yeah, that's <laughs> when I like to go to skate parks, too. <laughs> I don't know if that's, I always thought that was because of my age. Like, I'm definitely, like, the oldest person there. But, yeah, it's just, there's right. not a lot of people there. When I had my son in daycare, like, one summer, it was like, I could go there and be there for a couple hours in the morning and skate with the bikers and whatever. So, yeah, there's bikers there in the morning. And then I just feel like there's a lot of different, well, there's mainly skaters. Yeah. <laughs> But it's well utilized, you know, I think. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And every day. Yeah, there's not many times when there's no one there. Yeah. (laughs) I hear from, you know, some of the female skaters that I talk to, there's a concern that a space like FDR may not be as accessible to female skaters. Um, But is that something that that's your experience? Um. I, I think there's just a, a lot of room for growth and understanding, like, within skate communities, not just at FDR, but, like, it, it's almost like a reflection of the world. Like the broader issue, community. Yeah, yeah, issues within the world. Um, so I think it's just, it takes time to kind of become comfortable skating at any any park. God, that's know? true. And um, I, I just hope there's equality for all, you know, yeah. within the community. That's really incredible, everything that's, getting built and like uh tz built this like crazy like (laughs) mega drop like from pillar to pillar almost one of the things that's like so totally cool about you know the work that you've done is you were involved um as a co-founder of an event at dr called the queen of the park yeah when you see the pictures of this event it's lit please please tell me about your work like what what how did that get started okay so my my friend Nicole 
was like, yeah, let's do a contest. Me and my friend Lauren were doing some events down there. And Lauren's always been really involved in all the events. And uh, she... And so all three of us, like, got together and just kind of combined all of our talents to make it happen. Um, So we get art vendors and music and, yeah, I just wanted to showcase all the talent of the women. That It's, like, finally enough growth within the female skate scene that there's enough for a contest. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So when you guys first start to sort of conceptualize this event, it sounds like, because the first year was 2021. Yeah. And so we're like <laughs> in the thick of the pandemic. And, you know, people are just starting to come outside again. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, how how far and wide did you go to sort of promote this event and get female skaters? Yeah, I mean, I want, yeah. <laughs> and you guys were inclusive like it was you know female non-binary trans like you really wanted to create this inclusive yeah event. I wanted it to be an event where you know all are welcome um and so we had women show up from all over the country when when you saw the video the vibe of queen of the park in 2021 was just like so positive it was it just seemed like everybody was bringing their good time to this event yeah I think nobody had been out in a while (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah there's like such a cool community of women uh in the skate in Philadelphia area now um so for us to all kind of get together and do something was like super rad This is Jamie Godfrey here, um, here to find out if you might be interested in supporting our mission of the Delco Skate Park Coalition. If you are, simply go to www.skatedelco.org. Thanks. So when you guys were um, planning the Queen of the Park event and, you know, people started signing up, um, did the number of people who signed up for that event like kind of exceed your expectation or what were you expecting? How did it, you know, how did it turn out? Yeah, so, I mean, we were hoping to get like 20 girls to sign up and we exceeded that. Um, and little Francesca came. and she... So you got like adult women, but you got like, you got like kids that signed up for the event too. Yeah. Like the young girls that were interested. 11? <laughs> I think that is great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, she killed it. She dropped in and was doing all sorts of stuff, like tricks and stuff. I mean, her skating today is blowing me away. She's... She was doing blunts the other day on the ramp. I was like, what's that? <laughs> it does speak to how important it is for these young women and girls to have good skate terrain. To grow and develop like I I didn't have that you know we are think our generation you had to like it wasn't until you were like 18 19 20 before you got on really good skate terrain so it speaks to how important that is yeah the amount of little girls that showed up at the last event was like just seeing them like be brave enough to to participate in the event and then like watching the older women and like maybe being inspired by them or just even supported, right? Like that's 
brings me a lot of joy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and kind of like the mission of, of what you guys are trying to do. Yeah. Tell me what the support was like for these these little girls that are getting out there and skating at FDR at your event. So it's so cool to see girls skate with their dads, for one. Like, <laughs> yeah. having that support, like, that's just, like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was a little five-year-old girl with her dad. Like, I think she was about five dropping Aww. in, and I was like, oh, my God. So we should have had, like, a a Grom heat, you know. <laughs> if you guys do it again, are you going to have a Grom heat? Yeah, I think yeah. that that was kind of, like, a little bit of a mistake that we didn't have that it was just we didn't expect it yeah yeah so. but they showed you oh my god that you needed yeah, yeah. that's so. awesome yeah and so when these girls were were getting in there and dropping in and you know is they're kind of showing you like okay this is where this is going yeah it's kind of unfolding on its own right yeah like, in a way so. are you thinking about you know, kind of what it would look like. Because you did it in 21 and you did it in 2022. And it sounds like between the two years, you got a lot more of the young girls that came out in 2022. Is that right? Yeah. So exciting. Yeah. So what do you think um, 2023 would look like? What kind of heats and events and, you know? It would be cool to have more girls, like, helping the art. Little Lucy showed up and she was like a... Helping paint at the NAR bar and then skated in the event, and that was really cool. But uh, yeah, just having it geared towards more younger girls is pretty cool. Definitely. I mean, I I think I think still too there needs to be that support for older girls too. Yeah, a lot of women are are kind of picking up skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that it's just such a great thing for women to do I wonder if um that's something that you know they feel like they have a community here because I I think that's one of the harder things for older women is and by older I mean you know over 20 right? <laughs> <laughs> but like where do women go to find each other and you know have a community to skate with yeah that's that rad mom thing we're talking about <laughs> tell me about that <laughs> I don't know. There's there really isn't that much. I don't feel. It. I mean, that's still male dominated. I think in that way. So I agree. Definitely room for growth there. There is, and I feel like, um, you know, there's almost in California they have these um, skate meetups. There's one in New York too, but you know that that's something that we really could use around here, where women feel just safe to sort of women trans non-binary just feel safe to skate together and yeah yeah there's the one group of girls that just like push around yeah like flowy kind of style yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah there's a group called girl swirl that's I what i'm yeah. thinking of yeah and they've kind of branched out right mm-hmm. throughout the community yeah so cool it is really cool yeah and they um they get out there in one of my favorite skate spaces which is like that venice santa monica mm-hmm. area where it's just like, <laughs> there's just lots to do there's like you know lots of fun people to sort of watch and but like they get out there in a big group and they sort of take over Venice on like a Tuesday night yeah wouldn't it be cool to just like skate down the the Schuylkill Trail yeah push back and forth I definitely agree you know I think that's something that um you know it's hard to find that space here Mm -hmm. but it's also hard to find um acceptance of that like if you did get a big group of women 
skateboarding down the Schuylkill Trail. How many people are going to be like, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I definitely think that there's a lot of room here to grow and create that space for women. Yeah. Yeah. Or even tie it into some kind of charity, like, fundraiser, right? Yeah, definitely. Do you think that as the Queen of the Park event, um, you know, goes forward, do you feel like there's um, a, a change happening at FDR with having more of these, especially the young girls coming out to skate? Like, are they like going, hey, I've skated here before. I'm going to come back. I, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope it's it's making it a little less intimidating for them. And I hope they find a find it a safe place yeah yeah that would be I think really really cool (laughs) you know and it grows all the time too FDR just keeps getting bigger and bigger right Mm -hmm. oh you mean like all the builds yeah 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 that's the cool thing is that you can go down there and like find a new pocket to skate or a new wall or a new run is there like one it. aspect of FDR that's kind of like your favorite spot to sort of skate, or do you just do all of the transition when you're there? I try to do all of it, but I can't always get to it. <laughs> um, the back bowl is like definitely something that I'd like to skate more. It's big and gnarly, and yeah, like yeah. seeing some girls skate that would be amazing. And there's not a lot of girls out there now skating the back bowl. I've never skated it. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I'd be, I'd be like, die. <laughs> it's just, it's hard. It's a hard bowl to skate. What makes it, what, what makes it challenging? The depth, like how deep it is, and then like the waterfall into it, and just finding your like lines to keep flowing through it. Yeah. Have you skated in there um, before and feel like that's like your next challenge? Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have that much for it, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would love to keep going in there and finding new spots to kind of find lines and stuff. That's cool. And then in terms of um, you know the the new builds FDR and the art scene do they kind of go hand in hand every time there's a new build or something comes in that's a new feature do the artists kind of come in after that and you know create the art in some of these spaces there's a whole like graffiti scene down there that I don't even know about you know like the night night session or you know night painting that goes on so I feel like yeah it's like a fresh wall right yeah (laughs) yeah. fresh canvas (laughs) yeah for artists so I imagine that they would want to get in there and paint it up one of the things that you know I wanted to kind of cover you know because you're a veteran skater you've been skating for you know a lot of years and I'm right there with you by the way <laughs> which is <laughs> amazing take it up yesterday yeah, yeah. <laughs> um why why do you think it's so important to have you know these because you've done work on creating inclusive skate events and why is it so important for us to have, you know, skate spaces that are always going to be there? You know, Queen of the Park is, you know, once a year, but we really need skate spaces that are inclusive, that are there all the time. And, you know, why do you think it's important that we have that? So um, I think 
um, if a community builds an inclusive skate space, it potentially creates opportunity for growth, like within the community on so many levels. Um, I think it's the community that really creates the inclusivity of yeah. the park. Yeah, um, I agree. From breaking the ground to the people skating it. And if you want to build like an inclusive park, then the space in which the park is built is really important. Um, so many times like Parks and Rec are like, here, take this space. And like you guys like actually inspired me to like look into my county, like Montgomery County and what's going on with like because there's taco parks. And when I called Park and Rec, they're like, oh, there's this old baseball field. I'm like, that's in a flood zone. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> there's no parking lot. Like, just really frustrated me right mm-hmm. away. So, like, I, I feel like whenever there's like, hey, we've got this waste management site. <laughs> we're going to put in a skate park there. You know? It's usually the space that, yeah, we're not doing anything else with this. Yeah. Right. Maybe it floods. Which skaters can make it. Like They can. You know, make yeah. it pretty amazing. But, like, if you want, like, um, your community have, like, a really, a place people travel to, right? That's mm-hmm. going to help build and grow a, a community then like the space is, is super important and that's what's cool about you guys too because it's super important that the skaters are involved in that whole process from, yeah. from like you know the community that's around the park you know is so important I agree it really the, the skaters really kind of shape the outcome you know I think that something that is you know, maybe not something that everybody knows, but like in the um, 70s when they were building all these skate parks and they were around in the early 80s, they were almost all private skate parks and you had to pay to use them. And when we talk about like, you know, equity in skate spaces mm. and creating skate spaces, spaces that everyone can use, like they're really the way to do that is a public skate space that, you know, is accessible by public transportation that, you know, that anybody can use but I feel like you know and you can tell me what your thoughts are about this like if we don't have those you know accessible skate spaces like we're, we're not gonna see and the girls are amazing now I mean they are really really good yeah and we don't see them grow and develop in their skateboarding unless we have these skate spaces that everybody can use you know that equity is like super super important right yeah do you feel like... Um, I think that's really helped in the growth of, of girls in this area, too. Because we've got, like, there's um, Lansdale now, and then there's uh, the Quakertown Park in the area. So, yeah. And it's, those parks are nice. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. One of the ones I'll go to at 6 in the morning, but... Yeah. Yeah. And Quakertown has lights. Yeah. At night. So important for a park to have some lights. It really is. Especially in the summertime here. I know. So you don't go falling down. You can't see. Because they will skate it. and you know They will, yeah. The terrain like Lansdale and Quakertown is really helping to advance uh, the girls skating because it's accessible to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. You can find, yeah, make your friends there. And plus there's just like, uh, I think a lot of different communities too. Um, like the foundry and the yard that are also offering lessons and clinics clinics yeah those are really important yeah and yet 
we don't have a concrete skate park in Delaware County. It's wild. (laughs) (laughs) We need an excellent We need a really good one. It seems like the population of girls that, you know, and and inclusive, and skaters, not just girls, but, you know, non-binary and trans skaters really would benefit from having a really good skate park that the community is out there that needs it. Mm-hmm. And if we build it, we have a. Space. They will come. They will come, <laughs> and their their skating will grow, especially for the really young people. Do you feel like the the skate community is a more accepting community in terms of inclusivity and and accepting diversity? Yes, for sure. Yeah, I think like too like um, having those like. I don't want to, yeah, organized programs for kids to kind of get involved in at the park, too. You know, like within the arts or within skating lessons. Just those those things are important. I would have so... For those kids that don't fit into, like, the soccer or baseball or, you know, it's a different form of expression and finding a community community is super important around skating like (laughs) it does it becomes you know for that kid that like you said that doesn't fit into the organized sports to have to have a community for an adolescent really means everything yes it does yeah yeah they they want that and it helps them helps them with their mental health helps them with acceptance and acceptance of who they are as a person and the skate community offers that. Yeah, there needs to be yeah more, more uh, infiltration of the mental health help in in the skate community. I think for sure. I think a lot of people um, who are in education kind of see that as you know if you have something to do, because I think a lot of the kids that do get into skating when they're at the skate park. They're focused. They're working on their skills. Yeah. It's what's keeping them going. It Well, you know what? Like, when you're skating, too, it's like you're not thinking about all the other stuff. Like, you're in the moment, right? Like, you can let go of all that. Like, whatever's... Whatever drama. Whatever's in yeah. your mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't seem to let go of. Like, you're... Yeah. You're just focused on skating and moving your body around and having fun. Yeah. <laughs> How awesome would it have been for us when we were kids if there was like a skate clinic that had an art component (laughs) and you know that we could learn how to skate in a safe space and when I was a kid I was pushing all around in traffic and like not safe so right we were totally free range where I grew up but like having a safe space to learn but then where you could also have like art and you know other things that's like it seems like such a cool thing for young people yeah yeah and and so do you ever see (laughs) yeah we need more of that yeah do you ever see a role for yourself in the future of like sort of maybe combining that doing clinics for kids doing art sure yeah um so well this at the end of summer so august i did like a skate camp with my friend mike at the yard and um we did like it was called skate and create so we did like art and skating built little like mini ramps he had this whole like amazing pdf file of like you know how like a it was like almost like origami skate park thing that you could like 
pop up and cut and build, which is amazing. That's fun. Yeah, the kids had a ball, and then like of course I'm like, we just take cardboard and like cut it and hot glue it and, you know. <laughs> and shoot yarn at it. <laughs> yeah, like, for sure. Um, so I think the kids that was like probably one of their funner things that they did, and then we painted decks and um, did graffiti with the kids too. And then um, they must have loved that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the the YMCA in Doylestown, I'm trying to get like another event going over there for for girls and skaters. And, um, so, but I did a workshop over there too, which and that 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 meant a lot. I would love to like it's just carving out the time <laughs> to get everything going. Finding that but, time is hard, but the impact seems like it really. It really carries over. I mean, you give those kids that experience, and they're going to take it with them. They take the skating with them. They take the opportunity to express themselves through art. They take that with them. Like, what a totally cool thing that, that you're doing with yeah. your friend Mike. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are going to keep those going if you can. I, I, yeah, I think he wants to keep it going. Um, and then, yeah, the YMCA, too. I would love to kind of do some more fiber arts. Like, I wasn't exposed to fiber arts. Well, you know it's like considered a craft so like my aunt taught me how to crochet at a young age and sew and stuff but I feel like in school it's so hard to teach like 30 kids to sew or like (laughs) crochet (laughs) and they're like just try to you know thread the needle or yeah crochet I mean it's possible if you have enough hands you know so but I'd love to do like some more fiber arts with with kids um and and skating super cool (laughs) Well, Gloria, I want to thank you so much for being here and sharing your story and your work with Queen of the Park, and you're totally rad. Oh, right so back at stoked. you. <laughs> I'm super stoked to be here and get to know you better, too. Uh, thank you yeah. so much. Thank you for having me. All right, and the next Queen of the Park in 2023. We, we hope. You better be there. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Bye. If you want to find out more, about the mission of the Delco Skate Park Coalition, or if you'd like to be a part of our podcast, go to www.skatedelco.org. And thanks for listening.